I'm Gary Erickson. And I'm Tyler Hogue. We became best buds through the heavy music scene. And now we're doing a podcast, breaking down our favorite bands, albums, and shows. This is All Consuming Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. Uh, today, this time, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening <laughs> to it, uh, we're going to talk about Emery, We Do What We Want, but we're doing a deep dive That's right. on it. So Tyler, how would you describe what a deep dive is? A deep dive is basically taking our previous episode, which was our discussion on the album We Do What We Want by Emery. And now we're going to go deep into some tracks that we chose um, from this album. Six of our favorite songs off this super underrated album by Emery. Yep. So without further ado, let's do it. Let's go. So the first track we chose was obviously the first track, The Shovel Glass. I remember hearing this song for the first time, and I remember thinking, like, wow, Emery is going way heavy on this album. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, super stoked. Then, 18 seconds in, when he screams <laughs> repetition. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, they're not just going heavy. They're going the heaviest that they ever will go. Ever. Like, this is so brutal. And then after that, like, long, slow breakdown to start the song, it's like this really peaceful whispering singing that really separates that to right before he jumps into that, like, really catchy yeah. chorus. Dude, that's hilarious. But, Tyler, yeah, do you, do you have a shovel glass? Do you know what a shovel glass is? Uh, a mirror, it's broken, right? No. Oh, what is it? It's one of those mirrors that's like it has hinges on both sides in the middle and it can flip around. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why they're called shovel glass. I really don't. Oh, interesting. Not like shovel mirror, but that that's what they are. No, I don't have that. Hmm. Dude, I, I love the intro though too. I, I do remember thinking like compared to the previous album that Emery released. I mean, truthfully, like you said, all of them, this is the heaviest they they are. If you want to show a heavy, like get a heavy dude into um, Emery, you show them the shovel glass. 
Yep. And when he says repetition, not once yeah. but twice, because he's repeating yeah. it. It's like, true. <laughs> super heavy. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yep. I think uh, I think Toby even said that this is the heaviest song that they've ever done. Yeah. I mean, there's there's other ones that are pretty heavy, but this is like like crazy. And I think that Toby does a lot of screaming on this song too. I think so too. In fact, I think, I think he, he does, does a lot of screaming through the, out this album. Yeah, because I I kind of thought back in the day that he mostly sang, and it was like, you know, the pianist dude, the keyboard guy they have that yeah. screamed a bunch. But I think he screams some on this, and I think live he probably screams a lot. Yes, which is what we saw when this came yeah. out. And but yeah, it, I'm I'm pretty impressed with the the screaming vocals, and I can't wait to bring up all the all the times. That it's gonna happen. Dude, I think, like, also, when you're watching... Have you seen the music video? Do you remember the music video to this song? No. So, in this music video, it's Toby versus Toby in a mirror. And it's, like, soft Toby and heavy Toby. Every time Toby screams, it's, like, Toby with, like, this, this like, black, like, zip-up, like, sweatshirt. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And then Does when he, have, he like, sings, straightened black hair. <laughs> no, but like, he has like long hair during this time. And, oh, okay. But then like uh, when he sings, it's like this white like baseball T-shirt, you know, hmm. and uh, it's kind of interesting, slightly cheesy, but I mean he d- it, from the music video perspective, which we know isn't always the case. He was screaming a ton, right? Yeah. Also, they had the Josh, the other screamer. That's usually the keyboardist. He like uh-huh. plays bass in the music video. Huh. And I yeah. saw a comment. And I don't know if this is true. This is me not doing my full research. Um, they said for the music video, they made Josh just like play bass. He never, he doesn't even know how to play bass. But for the music video, he just pretended he knew how to play bass. Did it look authentic? It looked authentic. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's true. So I don't want to like throw down this if it's fake, you know, and mm-hmm. people come after me. But I saw that comment. I thought that's hilarious. I didn't realize that he actually did play bass, so it kind of makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, he was still going crazy, you know, huh. just like he does with the uh, keyboard and screaming. So that's interesting. I I'm surprised I've never seen that video, and that I never bothered to try to see the video. You probably have. Ah, maybe. Maybe it's been what twelve years or something. Yeah, 10? dude, it's been a while. Yeah, but uh. I mean, that kind of makes sense with the music video because, I mean, the song is about, like, who you think you are versus who you've actually become. Right. Yeah. Definitely makes sense with the music video then. So what's your overall favorite part of the song? I know the intro is great. What's your favorite part? Definitely the outro. Like, I noticed it gets stuck in, like, it'll be, like, in my head and I have to, like, think about where what song is this from why is this in my head what is going on what part um, of it though the part where you're screaming the sky the sky dude the getting into that though like it's an emory breakdown right like this is a breakdown and it's super heavy and it goes from i fell for the first time he like kind of screams that and then it just goes in this breakdown and when they get to the sky part you're talking about it's just kind of like repetition. It's super heavy, mm-hmm. right? And this song, like, 
I think the big part of the song why it feels so heavy is it stays heavy for a long time. And most Emery songs might have like a heavy outro or a heavy intro or a few heavy parts. But like this is majority heavy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty chunky. And I like that it's sandwiched with the heaviness. Um, Because like the chorus is still pretty angsty and, you know, scratchy, singy vocals, like more of a rock anthem than like their typical soft, gentle, emery chorus. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff that they do in this song and all throughout the album where they kind of sprinkle in synth pieces yeah. Or like a a cool bass tone, like a, just a little bass line, like between a piece, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool! Like, where did that come from?" Um, but yeah, the, and and their breakdowns uh, from the beginning to the end, like they're both pretty similar. They kind of start with like a, "Oh, here's this heavy breakdown." Yep. And then halfway through, they're like, "Well, now let's go down even further," and that's when he screams, "The sky, the sky, yeah. bow before all that you've done." And it's just, it's so heavy, and it's just like chugga, 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 super slow, yeah. chunky. It's great. get those types of breakdowns usually with emery you get the i want to say like under oath kind of breakdowns where it's like the guitar is more you know it's not a chug mm-hmm. it's it's a chord being played it's kind of a high-pitched you know guitar um in a sense and screaming over that whereas like this is chugga chugga mcchugster yeah like and I love it, and I love it, and they do, and they continue it in a couple other songs that we're gonna get to. Like, it's just it's it's a different, a different album, and I yeah. think that's why we love it so much. Yeah. So you want to move on to the next song? Yeah, let's do it. So the next song is the second track, "Scissors." What to say to the one 
So scissors punches you in the face with heavy vocals again. Heavy music, just like the shovel glass, right? Um, and you're going and you and it's really awesome and the intro is really great. Um, and I love after like the intro piece with kind of like the the big screams and chugs. I love the riffs. Um, the guitar riffs are super awesome and they're still pretty heavy. Um, but then it gets to the part where it says, and here comes the breakdown. You're like, Oh, this <laughs> yes! breakdown is going to be even so announced it. <laughs> sick. They announce it. And then it's like, when I, when I, when I, when I get it. Like it's a break. It is a breakdown, but it's not a, well, I think he's talking about breakdown. his breakdown. Yes, exactly. Like an actual yeah. breakdown, not a yeah. metal chugga chugga musical get crazy in the pit breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this song's about what if Toby was told that he's going to die, and it's like yeah. how he struggles with his faith, and like so he's he finds out in October. Like, you only have a few months to live. And when December comes around, is he still going to believe in God? Mm-hmm. And, you know, him struggling with, like, you know, you're going to die. You're facing mortality now, not an unknown. It's right. going to happen. Um, and so that's what this song is. is kind of like this struggle with that. And, you know, it's a lot of questions to start with. And then he's like, and here comes the breakdown. And it's like where it, he falls apart. Yeah. It's uh, this chorus, too, is always stuck in my head. I I love this chorus. And I think Emery does choruses really well where they're catchy, but also, like, super energetic and, like... Dance-like? Dance-like, in a sense, yeah. I think I mean, they I, have a lot of really poppy stuff. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say it's heavy, but it, it totally fits. And it's their identity. And this one's, I think, also like that when... It comes in and it says, careful, careful, watch your mouth, like that part. I'll catch myself saying that all the time, right? So <laughs> I'm serious. Like, <laughs> my Talking wife to says, your students. My, <laughs> my wife says something to me and, hey, careful, careful, watch your mouth. No, it's just the way they sing it, like, it's just always caught in my head or stuck in my head, you know? And mm-hmm. I think, like, even when we're on the podcast, like, editing, I'll even be, like, humming this this chorus all the time. I think there's some really cool riffs in here too. Yeah. That are really, they're just at that tone. That's like really high. And, uh, I don't know. It like catches you. It's almost like another voice in the chorus with him. And that, that I really like. It's different too. Like, I feel like Emery songs and, and the shovel glass before this is true for too. And I think scissors, it's true for, it feels almost like there's a couple songs blended together. Right, like it almost feels like it's a couple mini songs, if that makes sense. Um, and it's just the way that Emery's dynamic, and they're able to sing completely soft songs after screaming with chuggies behind them, mm-hmm. right? And they're able to then just go have a pop chorus, and they're able to do all these these different things, and it sounds like a bunch of different genres mixed into one, right? Um, and Scissors is a really good example. Um, of all these pieces fitting together. Yeah, you know how you said there's like a, a line? I think, and you texted it to me today too, that just sticks out and like you'll hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
my hands are shaking and they won't stop. Yeah. Like sometimes like when I haven't eaten or whatever and I, you know, I got the shakes or whatever, I'm looking at my hands. I'm like, my hands are shaking and they won't stop. <laughs> yes. But absolutely. That part of the song is like super depressing. Uh, Cause I mean, he's scared. And the next line is as the world becomes a hospital room. So like his cancer or sickness has gotten so bad that he lives in the hospital now. Yeah. And he's kind of like questioning God. He says like, so God, I'm asking you, do you even care? And like, you know, it's really tough, but I think what builds into the breakdown is what gives you goosebumps. Yeah. You know, because he says, I mean, knowing what the song's about, like, I think it makes the breakdown so amazing. Toby believes that he will believe in God on his last day. Right. Even through his struggles and his doubt and being frustrated and like, you know, trusting in an all powerful God that can heal him at any moment, but will let him die. You know, he still says, I'm arrested by your presence. Nothing will compare to you. Yeah. I think too, uh, it, the way it goes into that. uh, So will December find me all alone. Right. And that alone part is like screamed. And as it's kind of continuing the scream, the music is gone, and it's just like yeah, it's so keys good. right behind it, and it's super just all pulled back. And then when they come in for this breakdown, which is super powerful, like you just read, um, the the part when it says the wishful face of the believer is just the is just held long, and you can hear there's two screams going on, right? Like there's two vocalists screaming um and it, it does the same when it gets that third line still and that still is just held out super long and it's super passionate right like and it's super energetic and uh i, I yeah i love this part and it it all comes to this big ending that's huge and it's sad but it's also happy you know what else is really interesting about this song So this was a single that was released for this album. One of like four, I want to yeah. say. Uh, but do you know how they released the single? Or why the song is called Scissors? <laughs> I don't actually. I mean, I, I, I'm sure when you tell me the story, it'll remind me of it. But I don't remember. So they gave it out in like pieces, right? Like the whole song was cut up into seven sections. And so for a whole week, every day, you had to go to their Facebook page and read the hints on where to download that day's piece of the song. So you get like a seventh of it on the first day. You don't know which piece it is. And then the next day, you go to the next clue, the next clue. And eventually, at the end, you have seven MP3s. And you have to put them together to figure out how the song goes. (laughs) And that, that was how the single was released. You know, Dude, there wasn't there awesome. wasn't like a Spotify to be like, you know, boom, single's done. 
So like you're like I think this is how the song goes. <laughs> you know? That's hilarious. So what I was saying about the pieces like this song being like mini songs, all these different pieces fitting <laughs> there together. There might be a reason, yeah. There might be a little bit of a reason to it. They wanted it to be really tricky for people maybe. That's actually awesome. Yeah, it's pretty clever. Have you seen the music video for this song? I didn't know there was one. There is one. Um, <laughs> you're not even go- you're not even going to like believe me, but like Matt Carter is like has an Abraham Lincoln mask on. It's, I, I'm pretty sure if I remember right. And there's like other masks. Everyone has a mask except for Toby. And they're like jamming out hard, all wearing like just white. I'm okay. sure you've seen it. No, no. I'm like <laughs> waiting for what else there is. <laughs> That's like, it, dude. It's That's just like a live performance. No, they're just playing. They're playing, but it's not really live. There's no it's crowd. Playing in a house? Is it in a field? No, it's indoors. Dark. But yeah. What's How the... have you not seen these music videos, dude? No, I you don't like remember I watch Matt Carter's Abraham Lincoln just no. rocking out? No. I've... Oh, yeah. I feel like I would know this because this was like you know springtime, so it's not even Halloween. Why is he wearing a Abraham Lincoln mask? It's a good question. I don't know. Is I just he the only of, one? Does anyone else wearing? They a... have masks, but I in this moment I cannot think of what the other masks are. But Abraham Lincoln has. How been you know like it's even rank. Matt Carter? Maybe he couldn't make it, and they needed to get a double, and they're like, <laughs> just put a mask on him. Sure looks like Matt Carter's body. <laughs> Do you look at that pretty often? You just know? I'm like, yeah, that's Toby. That's Toby right there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just have that, like, Abraham Lincoln mask ingrained in my head. And I probably haven't seen it in at least, like, five years or more. Hmm. But I want to go look now and see what the other ones. I I think everyone is masked except for Toby, though. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll have to check that out. Yeah, after this, we'll watch it. Yeah. You ready to move on to the next one? My favorite song on the album. Is it? The Curse of Perfect Days. So make your excuses now. The time is stolen, all that you learn. Make your excuses now. Time has stolen her. Time has stolen her. Tell me that I'm a fool, that I've exaggerated the situation. Cause I've never been scared like this of losing more than I have to give. It's all So I know this is your favorite song, Tyler. It is. It's one of my favorites as well. I mean, the the song starts off very slow and emotional. And you know it's emotional because that's what Emery does. They do. But the lyrics also give it away. 
Um, and you know, the song is about a dream that Toby had. It was that that was his inspiration, where his wife had cancer, and she was going to die. Yeah. And so this song is kind of a uh, introspective of like, why are the doctors taking so long? Of him talking to his wife, kind of like reminiscing on the good old days together, and yeah. like kind of saying goodbye. Super bummer song, but it sure is a happy chorus and catchy, and the reminiscing memory parts are very cheerful. And I feel like it's it's not a doom and gloom. It's a I've had a happy life. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when the chorus jumps in, um, it quickly turns into a rock song, like sure. from this like you know, ballad of emotions to like this catchy pop, rock type song. I think for me, when I think about Emery, I don't think of them as like oh man, I love them for their musical talents, even though they're very talented musically, right? I don't think I love them for their screaming, even though they scream, or their singing, even though they scream, uh, or even though they sing. I I love Emery because they make me feel things, right? <laughs> they tell stories. They make me feel things. I can identify um, with some of their themes in their music, and right. this song I think is is the great example of that. Um, and I didn't even know it was a dream about his wife having cancer but i have always thought this song was about someone dying. someone someone's dying you're a wife um a loved one and you're thinking back about your life right mm-hmm. and the curse of perfect days are that you only have so many right they they, they end mm-hmm. those perfect days can't last forever right and eventually you get old and you die Right. And you look back and there's lines in this song that like get me every time. It's the end of that chorus. I think this chorus is just amazing. We were still so cool. Our bodies smooth and young. The dreams of getting older were never supposed to come. The curse of perfect days. You forget just what you made. And you find yourself just Like that's that last line right there. The the dreams of getting older were never supposed to come. Like I think about that all the time. Like when I was younger, like I could put myself literally in that spot when this song came out. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm serious, right? Yeah. Like in when when this song came out and we listened to this song and you were um, <laughs> 22. <laughs> shoot, man, yeah, we were 22 or whatever yeah. we were. No kids, newly married, like. We yeah. were thinking about, like, dreamed about what our lives would be like right now in this moment with kids, jobs, being married for over a decade, like... Doing a podcast together. <laughs> doing a podcast together. <laughs> Those dreams, like, we had, like, they're never, like, actually supposed to come, but they do, right? And then you look back and see a few more wrinkles on your face and start getting back pain and (laughs) you get Um, older, you know, and you're in your early thirties now. And so like, 
it's just it's a song I can really relate to now. And when I first heard this song, I I didn't relate to it as much, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Like I still thought there were some cool parts of it. Yeah, you're like Toby's getting older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I guarantee you, I would have said my favorite song on this album was the Shovel Glass when it came out. Like, I, mm-hmm. there's no question in my mind, but as I've grown older, this song and these lyrics and these themes have really changed it. Now, this is my favorite song. And I think for us, like, it's the it's just this idea of, like, Emery is one of the best, if not the best, storytellers in their music. They do such a great job at painting this picture. And by the end of the song, you want to cry. I want to cry right now, Gary. Like, Gary, before we started recording together, this, dude. <laughs> before we started recording this, Gary's like, you going to cry? Like, Not if, unless you make me. And he's about to make me cry I had my fist right up. Now. I had my fist up. I'm like, you going to cry? <laughs> You're going to cry? He's bullying me. You want to cry right now? So I really like, there's this second verse that they do uh, where, you know, Toby sings and I think Toby screams. <laughs> like a duet with himself but uh where he says like we wait for the doctors to prescribe their medicines yeah uh you know they hold their bad news so as if later it would make more sense to us kind of thing yeah uh but in that part there's like this duet where he's like screaming like this like it's like shouting it's not really screaming he's shouting and then he the parts that he sings is kind of like this spooky like i don't know how to describe it but like a scooby-doo song (laughs) And, yeah, and the I way that, that the singing, like, pa- you know, parodies, I guess parodies is the right word, with, with the shouting, it makes it sound like like he's scared and angry. Yeah. Like, the shouting is the anger, and the way he's singing is like he's scared. And, like, you just get this, like, feeling like he's not okay with this stuff that's going on. And it's kind of chaotic because there's a screaming voice and a singing voice, and they have two different sets of lines. And, you know, it's... It's very dynamic. Um, but out of that, you know, it kind of goes to the third transition of the song. You have this, like, acoustic-y, gentle beginning, this rocky thing that gets kind of chaotic, yeah. eventually to, like, the breakdown outro. And it's not a, it's not really a breakdown in the sense of, you know, chug-a-chugs, but the music is gone, and it's super gentle, and it's kind It's I'll say it's beautiful. Yeah, it is, yeah. Like... He, you can tell he's like sitting down and talking to his wife and kind of, you know, saying goodbye. But he says, tell me I'm a fool. Tell me I'm just scared. Say I'm such a drama queen. It's not even fair. Like, and these parts give me goosebumps. Yeah. Like, me too. And I have a hard time listening to this song because it's freaking sad. Tell me I'm a fool. Tell me I'm just scared. Say I'm such a trauma queen, it's not even fair. Let me see your eyes, the love that's right behind. And I'll promise you that it will never die. It will never die. And we were still so cool. Our bodies smooth and young. Perfect days. You forget just what you made, and you find yourself just 
and the ending of this song, the ending of the choruses, and you find yourself just praying for something more than this life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because all these perfect, perfect days that they've had, like they're gone, and there has to be more, right? Like, and as 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 believers in in Christ, we know there is more, and that's that's what we pray for, right? Eventually, that when we do die, we go to heaven and there's more perfect days up there. They're all perfect days, right? And so these curse of perfect days, you're just hoping that that wasn't it. Those were awesome and amazing days that you'll remember forever, but... Yeah, yeah. He he totally talks about the great memories that he's had. Yeah. And he's still like, I want so much more than this life. Yeah. Yeah, great Great song. song, great outro, great lyrics very emotional i not i don't like listening to it all the time because when i listen to it i get very emotional even like prepping for this i like get goosebumps and i'm like why i've heard this song a hundred times <laughs> yeah for me this is peak emery this is what i love most about emery and they do it they do it so well and i'm just grateful for this is this is like bands that like i love i love a lot of bands right i love bands that are heavy like i love fit for a king they're heavy they make me want to go into a mosh pit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and throw mm-hmm. my fists emery makes me want to think about my life and my relationship with god so earlier you were saying like you love emery because they can tell a story yeah and while you were saying that i was trying to think like what do i like about emery what is it that gets it for me. And I think, I think that storytelling is a big part. They're really good at telling a story Yeah. Uh, because you have to listen to the song several times mm-hmm. to really get it. Um, and I, I think what I like though is the title of this album. They do what they want. Yeah. Like they are all over the place. They are not in a box they are not a metalcore band. They aren't rock. They aren't emo. They aren't screamo. Like, they're everything. I don't know what yep. they are. They literally do what they want. And sometimes I want them to do what I want them to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but when they go off and do their own things, that even when I'm not expecting it, like, I end up really liking it. Um, Absolutely. But, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say. Shall we move on to the next song? Yeah, let's do it. The next track we're going to talk about is You Wanted It. So 
So I've always really liked the intro of this song, uh, just screaming, run, you coward, you run. Like, the way that he screams that is uh, kind of, like, eye-opening when you hear this song and you're like, oh, who's he talking to? Yeah. And then you find out what the song's about and you're like, oh, he's talking to himself. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's a really interesting song. Uh, and I've always liked, I've always really liked this song. And I'm not going to jump ahead and talk about other pieces I like. Um, but Gary, uh, you want to explain what this song's about? Sure. So, I mean, Tyler kind of already talked about it. It's about Toby's struggle with trying to be in control and to be the god of his own life. Yeah. Um, you know, that he can't trust anyone because, well, he has everything under control, so he doesn't need anybody. Uh, but I really like that, I mean, the whole song is just full of this, like, angst. Yeah. And it starts off really chaotic, and the screaming is kind of chaotic, and even the singing is still kind of like a shouting, angry sing. Um, and they kind of keep that all the way you know, to like the, the bridge at the end, I'll say. Uh, but you know, and this, this, it's like this screaming back and forth and singing. And he's like, you know, saying like, you wanted this. And he's screaming back. I wanted this. Right. And I call the shots. Don't you ever tell me what I've got those kind of lyrics. And he's like screaming and he's definitely like this very prideful, yeah, full of himself. King. I think, like, too, it sounds, like, so, so prideful, right? Like, in, in when we talk about it like that, um, and it's really easy to say that, but then it's, like, thinking about your own life, right? Like, dude, I feel like I called the shots in a lot of, a lot of things where I shouldn't, you know? Um, just like he's screaming back and forth in this song, I think sometimes we are the same way, mm -hmm. right? We are the ones that want our life to go this way. This is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to end up. And if it doesn't go that way, then, you know, it has to because we are in control or we think we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like that kind of ties to there's a line that he says in the chorus that says what God became, you wanted it. Oh, and that's like yeah. what God became to you. Like he changed his definition of God to better suit what he wanted. Yeah. Like, the biblical God wasn't correct for him, so he changed him and eventually became his own. But, uh, yeah, how about the uh, Mexican music in the background? Is it? I don't need, I They're like horns. Horns? Dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. So what, let me get part? into that. I don't know, two-thirds of the way in? It's like that bridge part where he's like uh, singing. Oh, that's not Mexican music. Sure it is. No way. That's like uh What, you think it's just kind of some kind of weird synth? or? It's just a, like a trumpet or something. So anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never paid attention to that. I never did. Yeah. But for this, I was really focusing and listening, and I noticed that there's also someone else singing in the background of this thing so so the main part of this is toby is singing this very it had this big climax right like i wanted this i wanted this i wanted this 
Yeah. And it comes down, and it, the music all comes down, and this horn comes in. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. And Toby's kind of singing about how, like, all these things are happening because of you. This is all your fault. You're too right. prideful. Like, this is like the part where the guy should realize he's doing something wrong. Yeah. The guy being himself. But in the background, the Mexican horn is what I'm going to call it. And if you disagree with me, well, you're wrong. <laughs> but whatever, whatever. Okay. It's in one ear. And in the other ear, if you listen, you can hear someone else singing. And it's a hymn. And oh, really? so at the beginning of the song, there's a line that says, the hymn I can't escape from. Yeah. And so at this part, there's someone is singing the hymn. I think it's Matt Carter. Um, and it's blessed assurance oh. he sings blessed assurance jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of d- glory divine heir of salvation purchase of god born of his spirit washed in his blood right. so when he gets to that part that's when the next verse comes in with toby being you know he's the one in the foreground yes with screaming i was washed in the blood but i drowned and that's the, like the next line of the hymn and but the whole point of the but I drowned is you know him drowning in the blood and being like I am now beyond Christian right like right. I am the I am the God that you all are searching for it's just this yeah. super prideful thing. What I really like about that part when he comes in, I don't know if that's Toby. Someone is doing it and they have a real southern drawl on it, and yeah. I get like Maylene and the Sons of Disaster vibe Absolutely. when he says that. I yeah. was like, dude. This is great. They need to make a southern, a southern, <laughs> a southern metal album. Emery, yeah. if you listen to this, you got to do it. You made it such a lonely world, such a very lonely world. You put the answers into questions. You let the voice go unheard, and you couldn't trust yourself. Cause what if everything you felt meant this was not yours alone? Every single word. Every single little word that was said And all the simple fears And all the nights that you cried in your bed Hoping I was there But you told yourself you're old and alone But you were never the widow you left on your own Yeah, that bridge part where they sing the hymn, like, I always knew, like, I'd catch some pieces of what was being said. Uh-huh. But until I, like, dove into what this song was, I didn't fully know it was Blessed Assurance, which is yeah interesting. And the way he kind of responds to each of those yeah. lyrics from the hymn are really interesting. <sighs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a really good song, but it's, like, also, man, like convicting in a sense yeah what's he say about like the old king is dead i am the new king or something yes. that last verse and you know he's basically saying like god is dead i'm the only ruler and it kind of ends that way this very prideful like i guess the song is like you wanted it you got it like rejoice and- rejoice the old king is dead long live the new king i am the new king yeah 
it's very prideful and I mean but it's that constant battle of like it, it within us right like we're always going to be in this world the prideful we always want to have everything about us we think we're so important in so many ways right um and we're not no way I, th- I think this is like a step further than that like even this more is someone so? who's like lost like they have become so judgmental and so prideful and like the god of their life like that they have all the authority and they think they know everything yeah how can you correct or rebuke this person when even his own voice in his head can't get to him true yeah i don't know it's it's an interesting song and i don't know the entire you know meaning of it and the purpose of it and or if i'm missing other nuances so right well how about we move to the next song also known as the longest title track of any that's what it's also known as (laughs) gary what's this next song we're gonna do i'm not here for rage i'm here for revenge more than your hookup One of my favorite parts about this album is how they start almost all the songs with this scream. Yeah. And this one comes in and it's way different than all the others because it's like grainy and gritty scream. Like like to copy it, it hurts your throat. Like you just (laughs) can't do it. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, this is your typical Emery broken heart song with some anger thrown in. Yeah. and, you know, there's that typical, you know, after all this screaming, there's that typical, like, I keep saying typical. It's like the, the word of the episode today. <laughs> but the soft, gentle guitar riff that comes in right as he's finishing that last scream to be like, yeah. oh, we are going to now take it down a notch. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody relax here. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like this pop punk, Reliant K kind of chorus, uh, really energetic uh, they do that cool guitar like yeah. to like get things going. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's a great song. What's your opinions? This is my second favorite song now on the album, I believe. Okay. Um, the chorus is absolutely poppy and I love it. Like the, it's the same thing when we talked about, um, scissors. I think this is one that gets stuck in my head a lot. Uh, the vacant eyes just looking back like that part when he says Mm. that, like that's, that always like sticks in my mind. Um, 
I think thematically, I don't like fully like. There's times where I I think about like what the song is about, and obviously what it's actually about. I don't think I fully relate to it, but there are some pieces that I relate to, and so I really do like it. But this is another story that's being told, right? This is another great storytelling job by Emery, um, and of course, like the intro, like is so it's brutal, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so weird to say that any parts really of Emery are brutal, but this album really shows that there's like some pretty heavy aspects to them. Yeah. But yeah, the chorus just makes me happy. It's you said typical and you're right. Like it's just typical Emery and it's awesome. And it makes me smile even though like the, it's funny because like the, the tone and the way this is saying and it's kind of happy is not what it's about. It's not the theme of it, right? In a sense, at least the chorus part. But it makes me so happy when I hear it sung by Emery. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually don't know if this song is like a, a love song, like a breakup song. I, I think it, it can be non-romantic. And yeah, I don't relate to all of it. And, you know, these kind of songs, like I'm not one to like, I don't know, reminisce or look back on like relationship pain. I'm more yeah. of a drop it and leave it alone. And so these kind of songs don't really target my heartstrings and stuff. Yeah. I think like the way I've always like looked at like the chorus in this song in general is like, he's never been able to say what he really wants to say to really say that he just wants to be more than what he is. Right. That he feels like he's, not being necessarily taken advantage of, but this idea of like, I'm not noticed. Like I want to be noticed, mm-hmm. you know? And I think there's like some, some but parts he, of that. He means nothing in this yeah. relationship. He means yeah. nothing in the relationship. And he has, he has this one chance right now to say how he really feels because mm-hmm. he's more than a hookup. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I really like it. I love the chorus. I love like, the screaming, the heaviness back and forth. And like, and like you're going to talk about the outro is really awesome too. Am I going to talk about it? You are right now. Oh, cool. (laughs) So yeah, I like after, you know, when they, they do this on every song that we've listed so far (laughs) where like out of the chorus, they kind of drop all the instruments and this is very gentle part. And it's, it's the part that we're like, I start paying attention uh, where I think because the chorus is so poppy and energetic, it's easy for me to not focus on the words and drift and like just, you know, I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, totally. Uh, so when this part comes in, it's like, what's he going to say? And he says, is this world passing me by passing by or is it turning? Yeah. Uh, but the next line is what hits me every time. This is the first time that I have ever looked inside myself. Yeah. And like just the way he says that, I'm like, oh man. It sticks out. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Is this the world passing by or is it turning, turning? This is the first time that I have ever looked inside myself. It was the first time that I ever looked inside myself. Now the world beneath my feet is turning, turning All this silly world keeps turning, turning away All this time the world I knew was turning, turning All this time 
tell like like this whole section is an introspective look or something like his life is changing at this moment everything is turning and he can like see all of this and see that everything is moving and his life is changing and it's not going to be the same and this person that this song is about has been turning this whole time and he's never really seen it until right now but it has that awesome outro guitar solo. Yeah, it is cool. Do you like it's a that? a little bit different. I, I, I kind of do for this song, right? Like the way this song is and the way it ends, I'm cool with it, like guitar solo going out. I know you're trying to push me because you know I'm not the biggest guitar solo guy. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I don't like necessarily guitar solos in the middle of my middle of my breakdowns. I wanted you to bash it. No, I, I'm not going to bash it because I, I actually really like it. This is do where you know who, this is. Do you know who wrote it? Matt Carter? No. J.B. Brubaker from ABR. Oh, really? How did yeah. you, Where'd you find that at? <laughs> what are you, friends? I, you just I have him? my connections. Yeah, we're like, I was like, hey, J.B. <laughs> you and J.B. text yeah. on the regular? You guys no, snap each other? Yeah, so so Toby mentioned it on, on an interview. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And I was now like, that now that I hear that, that, I'm like, that's totally an August Burns red riff. Like, just, just toned down. Yeah. It's got a funny effect on it. It's kind of like a doodle 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 thing. That's funny. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Um, no, I'm totally cool with the guitar solo. And now I'm ex- especially cool with it. I actually think it's amazing. So, top notch. One <laughs> top. of the best solos. One of, one of, one of the best. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I, yeah, this song is great. And I think, like, I know some people that like this album. And this, this album is underrated by Emery. I have not met any person, maybe besides us. And I don't even know if we think this. <laughs> I'm waiting. Where we say that Emery's uh, We Do What We Want is their favorite album. Have you met anybody that's an Emery fan that's like, We Do What We Want is my favorite album of all time? I don't think I've heard favorite. I've heard people say heaviest. Me too. I've heard people say most underrated. Yes. Yeah, it's it's interesting because a lot of people, I think, shoot towards the question as their favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have some people like me who like The Week's End and keep playing it, even though it's probably not their best. But I've, yeah, never, we do what we want, never. But like for us, it might be, it's there, it's close, and it's probably our most played. Yeah right like we've probably played it the most um and this is a really good example this song is a great example of of why i think it's just it's heavy and it's a little bit different than what emery's done with typical things like this yeah. pop chorus and yeah. a fun awesome uh guitar solo to end it or whatever but yeah so should we move on to the next song the last song we are going to talk about today is fix me We've all got something to say When we open our mouths We find someone to blame We all have demons to face Situations evolve Into something that we can explain Like a thorn in my mind Digging deep 
Killing the love that it finds The heart's a complex machine When it breaks it takes more than the doctors and technology To fix me Can you fix me? I've been waiting so long to feel this heartbeat Will we ever really believe We're just caught in the thought that we deserve to be free Okay, so I don't know if you remember this, Gary, but when we saw Emery live, I am 96.5% sure that Toby pulled out a stool and an acoustic guitar and sang this song. I'm pretty sure you're right. And I remember everyone like thinking this is a little bit different than what we've been uh, moshing to and mm-hmm. listening to these uh, last few songs, right? Um, but Fix Me is different than a lot of what we have on this album. It does accomplish a lot of what we also like about Emery, I think. And it kind of goes back to this idea of we do what we want, right? Emery's album title is We Do What We Want. And they're going to have this song on here and talk about Jesus, actually mm-hmm. say Jesus and Father. And this idea of we need to be fixed or Toby needs to be fixed, right? Um, and asking God to fix him. Uh, it's it's beautiful and it's a beautiful song. It's a great acoustic song. I so I remember at the concert now that you mention this song that he yeah. played. I think right before he, they played "Fix Me" is when he talked about you know why they do this music. Absolutely was yes. Yeah, and it was, we brought it up in our last episode where he talked about you know if just one person comes up and says, "Hey, because of your music." I didn't kill myself. Right. Like I, you know, it helps me get through the hardships in my life and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, so at that time he was talking about that and they were pulling stools out and there's like a a cajon and like two acoustic guitars. And it's like, what what is happening? But they played like, I think two or three soft songs. Yeah, they did. Uh, But then, you know, they quickly did like a few, outro really heavy stuff from their old catalog yeah uh to close the show but i do i do remember the the, the swing in, in energy from like holy cow these guys are so heavy headlining you know with O sleeper opening yep. and then this but uh yeah this this song sticks out uh on the album because it's while well, it's it's acoustic it's very soft um and it wasn't written by toby this is the only song on the album written by the only by the only person not in the band at this time, Devin. So uh, we mentioned yeah. he left the band to pursue solo something or whatever for a couple of years. Um, but he wrote this song for them. And so this is Toby singing his song. And, you know, it's a very soft acoustic track uh, about life, struggling with things and wanting to be fixed, which I thought was... Uh, very well placed at the live show with what he was talking about absolutely yeah um and i really love the there's a line in here that just always hits me when he says my heart's a complex machine when it breaks it takes more than the doctors and technology to fix me you know it, it hits it's so true like and it's so awesome and it 
eventually builds to like, I need to be fixed. I need to be fixed. Nothing can fix me. And then he gets to fix me. Jesus fix me. Yeah. Right. But there's one part that I both love and hate about this song. Oh, what's that? So I love acoustic stuff, especially from bands that aren't typically acoustic especially if the song is not normally acoustic. Like I love, you know, when people redo their songs acoustically, especially when it's super heavy, uh, bands like Phineas, Wolves at the Gate, Demon Hunter, right? Right. War of Ages. They all do amazing acoustics. So, uh, I like this song, but there's just one part. I love the lyrics and I like the intention. I don't like the execution. Okay, what part? It's it's like the build, and he's like, it's the screaming at the top of my lungs thing. Where he's like, oh, screaming, and he changes the keys it, or whatever. It's, yeah, yeah, it's just, it sounds like, uh, what's that super old show with the guy who has two girl roommates and he pretends to be gay? To live there. Yeah. And we're talking eighties. Someone out there knows. You don't remember what you don't know what I'm talking about? He's not gay, but. The landlord thinks he is and lets him live with the two girls. Two and a half men? No, dude, 80s, maybe even (laughs) 70s. I have no idea. I should have done my research. Someone out there, and when you hear this, tell me the name of that show. But the theme song for that song is like how he does this. (laughs) Like screaming at the top of my lungs doesn't make me understand what you've done. Love the lyrics. Like. And he says, how could I ever question you to God? How could I doubt what you do? Awesome lyrics. Amazing lyrics, yeah. Dude, here's the thing, though. If you've only heard this song, you might think that's him screaming. (laughs) But if you've heard every song before this, you're like, I've heard you scream, dude. That's not screaming at the top of your lungs. But I really like how it, it, it transitions from there, and it's not so high. He gets yeah. kind of back down, but he says, maybe this will tear me apart, but maybe I'll go back to the start. And honestly, I can't believe that this is really happening. Fix me, Jesus, fix me. Yeah. And like I love that part and that whole section, and you know, eventually he does another chorus thing and says, fix me, Father, fix me. Uh, that was just L- Lyrically, amazing. you love it. Yeah. Lyrically, yeah. I love it. So Tyler, yeah, why did you pick "Fix Me" as our sixth track? So we had a few songs like, you know, there's a lot of songs that we didn't talk about on this album, like four of them, five maybe, and you know, there there's a lot of similarities to other songs that we've covered, where there's you know emotional pieces or 
some screaming, some singing, like, you know, we've, we've hit them all. And this one is definitely the softest, but what, what did you, why did you pick this one instead of like daddy's peach? I think because lyrically, not only is it different musically, instrumentally, I think this is a different song lyrically, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of what we've talked about is maybe the opposite of what we want. Like even like when we're talking about you wanted it, um, talking about the other songs, like looking at yourself and all these types of things you become like, this is like really vulnerable. Um, and it's asking God in the end, like to fix mm-hmm. me. And it's something that I think like we've talked about this dude, we're Christians in a podcast, right? We like to talk about this type of thing. We're not necessarily a Christian podcast, but we're Christians in a podcast. Yeah. And no matter what happens when we do these podcasts, somehow we talk about our faith and obviously it's because the lyrics and we do Christian bands, but like a part of me thinks like, even if we, when we do a non-Christian band, we're still going to talk about our faith because we're Christians in a podcast. <laughs> I was wondering if you would give me a super fast answer, like, cause I do what I want. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is one of my favorite Emery albums because it's so different from any Emery album. Um, and I liked it. We picked it and really we didn't pick it because it's our favorite. Yeah. Uh, we usually pick stuff that, you know, we've bonded over together and this came out at the, you know, early stages of our relationship. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, great album. Um, I hope that we've convinced some of you that don't like Emery to like this. And Hey, if you have a friend that's like, I don't like Emery. They're not Christian or I don't like Emery. They're not heavy enough or whatever. Show them this out. Absolutely. Or have them listen to this episode. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our deep dive on Emery. We do what we want. Uh, it's been a great time talking about this awesome album. And just like Gary said, hopefully now you give it a chance, check it out. Um, also make sure to check us out on Instagram and like us. If you haven't already, um, we are, posting some funny reels and memes there and trying to keep you guys updated on all the new Christian music coming out. And if you like what we're doing, support us on Patreon, become a patron. Uh, We use that money to do giveaways, which you just did an impending doom giveaway for vinyl. Uh, We use it to pay for the software to edit and to buy better equipment for ourselves. Um, And join our discord server. Uh, We're on there like every day. And there's a lot of people on there. Uh, we have a few bands that are verified yeah. that are on there. We got The Undertaking, Unworthy, Symphony of Heaven, Life Avenue, Blue Fire Horizon, Nocturnal Servant, Lazarus Complex, and Ninja Loot. Those dudes are in our Discord chatting every day. So yeah. join us, talk to them. Um, and if you've never been on Discord and you're like, I don't know what it is, it's new technology, it's scary. Uh, a lot of people, this is their first time on Discord. And we're newbie friendly so we will catch you up so yeah if you're interested join our discord chat with people hang out um thanks see you guys later bye thank you for listening